everybody. I'm Robert. And I'm Rocio. And this is The Money Shot. And this week, we're going to be talking about... Boxing. Boxing movies. Boxing. Man. <laughs> That's kind of a unique spin for a second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just sports, but boxing. And I guess the main reason why we did this is that uh, the new Miles Teller film came out Bleed for this? Yeah. You we, saw it? I saw it. What did you think? I thought it was really good. Really good? Yeah. I'm, I'm, what did you like about it? I liked the story. I liked the story. I liked that it was based on a, a real boxer. And I feel like when movies are based on real events or real people, it kind of sparks an interest in, oh, like I didn't know this person existed. Well, I, think, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know a lot about boxing, so... Like, personal stories like that about certain boxers are really interesting. Now, last week we were talking about, like, real stories, like, uh, nonfiction stories. And this is a nonfiction story. I mean, it, it, is have some, it does have some license that they've taken with it. But for the most part, this is a true story about the real boxer. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? I thought it was very, like... I think every boxing, I think every boxing movie has... has <laughs> yeah. Has a has a typical storyline to it, and I and I know I've said this to you before, where it's like, you see the boxer, you see everything get taken, like everything goes good with the boxer, and then something bad happens, and so everything gets taken away from them, and then you see them train and get back to where they were, and then at the end, it's like the prize shot of like the prize money, money uh, fight where they the get money it all shot, back. yeah, they get it all back, and and you almost feel like. Like, you feel this relief for the character. No, I mean, I guess, <clears throat> for me, in a, a lot of ways, it's kind of a biblical story, right? I mean, that's yeah. how a lot of these stories are. The story of Job, how he has everything and then kind of loses it all and has to climb his way back. I don't know the story of Job. Story of Job? No. Yeah. It's a good Catholic girl. <laughs> I make my mama proud. <laughs> <laughs> the story of Job, how he... Uh, he has everything, and then he, uh, God decides to test him, and he, they, he loses his wife and his kids, and everything gets lost, and he never denies God. He keeps praying to God. He keeps hoping that everything will get better, and God starts to reward him with a new wife and new kids and new fields and horses and oxen and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a little something there. Well, what did you <laughs> feel like was the best shot of the film? What was the money shot? What was the... In in both ways of story wise and shot wise, like is there a moment in the film, story wise, that really turned the corner for you in the film? Uh, in my opinion, I think it has to be when his. Why don't you get your get your soup cooler on up on that mic? There you go. <laughs> oh, stop! It's when the his trainer tells him at his birthday party that he just that he's never gonna box again. Okay, so the the. I think that's the stories. Okay, that was your money shot. That would be the money shot, and then, honestly, that car crash is so intense. Okay. So I would say in the in the film, like in this like so scene. Visually, would you say the car crash had the biggest, um, like I guess the the biggest money shot for you? Do you feel like visually the car crash scene was there a shot in particular that really stood out to you? It's when it's him and his friend are deciding where to go, and I'm and I think it's a casino because they're they're talking about going to Atlantic City, but they're like, no, we better just go here. And you see both of them in this moment of like of enjoyment, 
And then you see this car swerving in and mm. out from the back. Yeah. And it's that scene where you're just like, you kind of feel it. Like you, as an audience member, you kind of just want to tell them like, there's a car coming and it just hits them. Well, knowing you, you the in the theater, I'm surprised you did say that. No, I was with my family. <laughs> Apparently I'm very Swerve. noisy. I'm very noisy because I was shushed multiple times by my sister of like how I react to movies. I'm very vocal. So I make noises, I cringe, I'm like... No, I kind of like that. That's one of the things I really like about going with you to the movies is that I kind of hate it and I also kind of like it because I'm secretly jealous. I secretly want to be that person who can do that. And then with you, um, because you're always like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care what these people think. (laughs) And I've always kind of wanted to be that person, but I never had enough balls. Um, I think for me, the, the visual that really stood out to me was when he clicks his uh, his neck brace on the the uh, the, the the bar when he's when he's working out and he's oh, right. for the first time he's really trying to work out and he's starting to lay back down he's really trying to lift the weights and he's done all this work to try to just get the heavier weights off the just the bar you know weighs 50 pounds mm-hmm. he's trying to get back down underneath it and he clinks it a little. no 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 I'm sorry it's he before. clinks it getting up it's and, before. yeah but he almost clinks it coming back down and for me that shot just really um, encapsulated all of what the film was about, that struggle, the uh, determination, mm-hmm. and the pain that he had to go through. That, that, to me, was bleed for this. It was mm-hmm. really the beginning of uh, he's going to have to do a lot of work to get back in the ring, but I, he's determined. Yeah, I agree. But I also like that car scene, because that whole car scene's like, mm-hmm. this is now where the where the story is changing. This is the cause. Yeah. This is the reason. This is this is the the kind of like the knockout. Yeah. In that movie. I would agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about some other boxing movies. So what are the bo- boxing movies that stand out in your mind? I mean, I think if you think of boxing movies, you obviously go to Rocky. Yeah. Well, the two big ones are Rocky and Raging Bull, mm-hmm. right? I, I think you have to go yeah. to that. Now, I think you and I have talked a little bit about this before. Did you say you have not seen Raging Bull? I remember seeing Rangy, Raging Bull when I was younger, but I haven't seen it since. Okay. So I'm very foggy with that movie. All right. So it's been a while since you've seen it. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to fix that. Yes. All right. But what do you remember about Rocky? (laughs) Apparently that's crystal clear in your mind as well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, well, that's like, that's a broad question. Well, what stands out to you in your mind about Rocky? Like when you think about my my cat's running around here, you can probably hear in the background meowing. Uh, So (laughs) what, what stands out in your mind about Rocky? Just that I feel like in every movie he has that he has that moment where everything he loses everything. No. Not essentially losing everything, but something isn't going right for him. And I think that follows every boxing storyline. And even though there are different pieces, like different parts to uh, the Rocky movies, there's always something going wrong. Do you think that um you know, this isn't quite a boxing movie, but it's definitely a fighting movie. Mm-hmm. Did you like Gladiator for much the same way? I loved the Gladiator. I think I cried when I watched Gladiator. It was just so sad. That was one of the movies where I did not like Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm a big Joaquin Phoenix fan. And in that movie, oh, he Joaquin just... Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. In that movie, he just makes me hate him. Mm. And I love actors that invoke that emotion in me where I'm just like, I fucking hate you right now. Mm. And then when I see them in other movies, I'm like... No, like, I still kind of hate you. Like, I kind of still hate Bradley Cooper. Mm. He is such a dick in um, The Wedding Crashers. Mm. And it just shows, like, how how amazing of an actor he is because he can be a total dick, but also that, that loving best friend 
like in The Hangover yeah. and in other movies. And you're just like, he's, he's very an talented. amazing, he's extremely talented. But getting back to Rocky, yeah. what stands out? I mean, obviously the plot line stands out to you. Are there moments, are there money shots of that movie that really stand out in your mind of... I mean, obviously the big shot where he's like running Working up the up. stairs and you know <laughs> raising his hands above his above his head—that's the big iconic scene. But are there other moments that really stand out to you? In Rocky Four, it's when Apollo dies when the Russian kills him. Okay. And I think that's the so moment. So we're jumping to Rocky Four now. Yes, because I think. With Drago. Yeah, like it goes from like one to four. It's like. This is how you rank the movies. One, the first one, you gotta love the first one. Mm-hmm. Then it's the fourth one, mm-hmm. and then you you have the second one, and I'm not too sure which one is is Mr. The one T with Mr. T. That's number three. That's number three, yep. and then you have Rocky Five. Where you're just like, Ugh. you kind of you kind of wish forget. this didn't exist. You want to like expunge that off of the yeah. Rocky history, but it's in number four where Apollo dies in that in that match, and you kind of just know like. Like okay, like that's that's traumatic. He just lost his best friend. He has to fight mm-hmm. the Russian, and then you have that awesome workout scene where you see nature versus like mechanics. Yeah, which is I think is an amazing like point in that in that film. What's really interesting, I had read somewhere, um, and I, my memory might be failing me on it, but maybe it was an interview that uh, at the time Dolph Lundgren was um, he was not using any sort of steroids or anything like that, so all of the um, muscles that were on him were completely natural muscles. He wasn't taking any sort of supplements. But Sylvester Stallone was doing a lot of steroids at the time. Mm. So when they were filming those scenes of kinda... uh, of you know Rocky being all natural, natural. and everything else, it's actually <laughs> completely the opposite. Um, but I thought that was always kind of amusing. Um, <laughs> so what did you feel like? So if you said for Rocky IV, you felt like the the money shot moment was when Apollo Creed gets killed yeah. in the ring. That's just so sad. Like, he goes all out. You have James Brown there. Mm-hmm. You have his wife who, like, knows nothing good is going to happen to this fight. It's kind of like Apollo's last chance of getting his last shot of, like, being recognized mm-hmm. and and fame. And this big-ass Russian dude kind of, like, takes him out. Mm. It's just so sad. Like, because you see this, you grow to love Apollo in, in the third one. When he's training Rocky to fight Mr. T. What I think is interesting about the first one is the first one, I mean, it is a boxing movie, but it's really more of a love story. Mm-hmm. And it, it really, uh, when you when you go back and watch it, you realize, like, I mean, he's really chasing after this girl. And I feel like she's she's not super attractive. He's not super attractive. It's very realistic. And they're not too pretty for their roles. And the way that he's chasing after her, there's some real nice moments. I think there's a moment where they're, like hanging out in a doorway, if I remember correctly, but there's a really cool moment where they're just having some nice, um, just some nice touching moments together. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, that really made the movie for me. It really made me feel like that movie separated itself from a lot of the other sports movies that are just all um, action, 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 sports, fight, fight, fight. But I think that's in every, in every uh, boxing movie, you have that, some of like the wife, in your in your I, corner, I know what you're saying, there. and I agree. But I think sometimes a lot of those movies they they try too hard. They try mm-hmm. to make the wife super sexy. Like uh, we saw Southpaw together. Yes. And uh, what's her name that was in that? Um, not Jake Hall. Obviously, he was in it. But what was the wife? What's her name? She's that is so funny. Oh crap! Um, I'm gonna look it up. But anyway, I, I, she was just she was too pretty. Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. 
But I think that followed that movie. I, I mean, you I have get two, it. You have to, like two ghetto kids. Yeah, I can understand, but I, I, I just I feel like. I guess he was like the heavyweight champion, so I guess for him, for his character, I could almost understand it. But you it feels need, you want a trophy wife. And yeah, that's what she was but I becoming. feel like I mean, even in like the fighter, you know, there's always th- those were not high class no. boxers, Mm-mm. and everybody is so pretty and attractive, and it, it almost takes me out. And I wish more films were the women in the fighter were not that pretty and attractive. Uh... Uh... <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Definitely the guys were, you know, super hunky and Christian Bell in the fighter was not super hunky. Are you kidding me? I masturbated Ugh. the entire time I watched that movie. No. Anytime he came up. It was up. so scary. Yeah, that's why I was masturbating. It was so gross when he makes out with that chick and you just see all that lipstick on him. <laughs> was that your money shot? I can't handle that. It was just too gross for me. <laughs> so, um, what other boxing movies come to mind? I really like Cinderella Man, not because of the, not just because of the time, but that movie was really interesting in the sense of of he literally was losing everything. It yeah. was that time of the Great Depression and his family like they were barely making ends meet. He couldn't. He was he was a fighter, but he wasn't that much of a great fighter. Mm. And, like, I mean, he broke his hand, and you had to learn how to how to work with his opposite hand that he was right. very strong with. So that movie touched me all, in a lot of ways because it wasn't just him being affected, but it was his manager who was also Are you sure that everything. was the movie that touched you and not your uncle that touched you? No, I have uncles. I uh, guess it must have been the movie then. Yeah. I was just saying if something was creepy and yeah. touching you. But his manager was losing everything. Like His manager was selling his, his furniture to just to help him. Yeah. And I think that was an interesting part of the movie is that when the wife goes down to kind of yell at his manager, like, why are you pushing him on this? And she kind of just sees how he's living. It's like, oh, shit. All your your eggs are in that basket. Mm -hmm. We, going back to Rocky real fast, we watched Creed together earlier Mm -hmm. this year. And what did you think about Creed? What are your memories from Creed in terms of, like, what the the money shot was? What, What sticks out in your mind? Now that the movie's, I don't know, a couple months past. I think it was an it was an interesting movie on, on his son, on how he was always a fighter in in that, and that how he always knew that he had to fight, mm-hmm. knowing that he was Apollo's son. Uh, there are some parts I kind of was like, uh, like that whole like, like let's make jokes about Rocky being so old and and Apollo's son being. You so, felt like, like that war then. Huh? Yeah, like that whole iCloud thing, and he looks up and goes, "What do you mean it's in the cloud?" Hmm. Like I thought that was really cheesy, but Rem- remin- reminiscent of like Zoolander, like all oh, the files are in yeah, the computer. Yeah, exactly. Like I thought, that, I think thing, like moments like that are, are a little too much for me. But it's like oh, I, I always say is like I'm glad they they chose to make him lose that fight because hmm. if they made him win, if they made it seem like Apollo Sun was gonna win that one fight, then it's then it's too much of a Hollywood movie. So if anybody hasn't seen that movie Sorry. already, guess what? He Here's loses. <laughs> but him losing kind of just makes like makes the movie more believable. Right. You don't always want to hand him uh, a win. A win, yeah. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think that's one of the things about a lot of these boxing movies is sometimes they just they aren't believable. Mm-hmm. They they stretch the truth just a little too far. Yeah. When we were prepping for the show, we mentioned a a 
boxing movie that you had completely forgotten about. Yes. The Hammer is one of my favorite boxing movies. It's an Adam Carolla movie. I love Adam Carolla, but this movie in particular, I don't know if, if you remember very much about it, but I think it's a movie that I've shown to other people before. And whenever I've shown it to people, they're always like, oh, Adam Carolla. And then they watch it and they go, you know what? That was actually a really good movie. I think he winds up kind of convincing people that it's a much better movie than they would anticipate. What, what are your thoughts about it? I think it's a good movie. I mean, I, it's like how I said, like, I, I totally forgot that that movie was a boxing movie because you just don't, you don't really associate boxing with Adam Carolla. Like, he was a boxer. He trained he boxers. Was, yeah, yeah, he was. He golden gloves. But you, it's kind of Gloves. Like this, I don't know if that this, came out gloves or gloves. It's kind of like this, this skinny, tall, strangling man. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really... Hey, I'm a skinny, tall, strangling man. I assume that he would be a boxer. Yeah, I can't see you as a boxer. How dare you? Come here, let me punch you. <laughs> but that movie was... It was good. It had... Adam Pearl was a funny... It was a funny person, so... It was really, it was really like comedic, and and you kind of, you can kind of tell all his um, training and came out in that movie. Um, yeah, the the jump rope scene for me that was definitely mm-hmm. the the big money shot of the whole movie was when he's doing his jump rope scene while listening to his headphones. Oh, I thought that was so funny. And do you hear what he's hearing versus what, what she's, she's hearing? He's yeah, <laughs> that's a really good scene. It's so fucking stupid. It was good. It was a good stupid. A lot of the jokes really paid off in that movie. I felt like yeah. a lot of times in comedies, the jokes I'm kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you I don't see too many so awesome. comedy boxing movies. No, you don't. I think another. I don't. I wouldn't say it's a boxing movie, but it's it's Warrior. Yeah. With Tom Hardy and that the MMA. Hockey. Yeah, I think that movie's really good. Yeah. What stands out to you to be the big money shot from that movie? What do you remember from it? What I remember, I mean, you have the whole the whole movie is about these two brothers who who are both in tough situations, mm-hmm. who are like in in financial situations and they resort back to something that they they knew and what they did growing up was fighting. And they get into this new MMA t- style of fighting and they start to train and the whole the whole fight is about this like grand prize of of this insane amount of money. And I think the, the money shot to me personally, there's two because there's two, there's two stories in that movie mm-hmm. and they combine together at the end. And the one with the dad, it's when he's at the bank and mm-hmm. they tell him like, like we can't help you out. And I think that's the money shot in that story, in that, in his story, because he's now like shit out of luck. He, he needs to find a way to provide for his family and he resorts back to box, to fighting, and then the other story is with Tom Hardy's character, and he's the he's the brother who kind of had it hard. And the money shot in his scene, I think it's when he's with his when his father drinks again after being sober, mm-hmm. and he kind of just has this look on his face of like, like I've this man has been trying to help me and I've pushed him far enough t- for him to go back to drinking. And I think that's the money shot in his story. For whatever reason, the thing that I carry away most from that movie, it's the only movie where I really, really felt like, A, I didn't know who was going to win the fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, the money shot was them both coming into the ring and them both doing their kind of warm up and, um, and, and entering the ring that whole scene, the big, wide-sweeping shots, 
to me, really, they, I think, had done a really good job of setting up the fight between the two of them in a believable way. Yeah. And even though it's not boxing necessarily, it is MMA, I, it's still... I, I feel like it's a the fighter's same, movie. Yeah, it's a fighting movie, and it, it kind of it follows the it follows the whole kind of outline of a of a fighting movie. It's like right. you see them lose everything, and they train to win to it get, back to win it back. Yeah. And I think another, I would say another money shot in that in that whole film, is with Tom Hardy's character acknowledges the Marines hmm. that show up and sing um. What's that Marine song? The Marine Ma- anthem. From so the halls yeah, it's called Marine Anthem. Yeah. Okay. They start singing that for him as he walks out, and I think that, and he acknowledges them. I thought that was really like that's really touching. Mm. Is that he? He kind of went awol on, on when he was out like fighting, and they chose to support him, almost saying like he is still considered a brother, mm. an arms brother. So. I think that's a really nice shot. I don't know if you remember that part. I don't quite remember that, but mm-hmm. is he come? It's 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 funny because Tom Hardy's character is so brooding. He doesn't acknowledge anybody. He doesn't have like music out there when he walks out. So he's very like, kind of like he's like a one-two punch, knocks out the dude, and is out of the gate. Right. And that's how that's how his character is. And then you see the last fight, and he's coming out, and then you have these like stands of Marines start singing the Marine anthem, and you see like that one brief moment of of Tom Hardy's character like acknowledging them and even the announcers in that movie is like oh so and so just acknowledges his um his comrades or something like that and it's really nice it's really it's a really nice uh scene in that movie mm-hmm. other boxing movies um have you have you ever seen On the Waterfront mm-hmm. Marlon Brando I could have been a contender oh no I'm ashamed of myself. No. That's a really good movie. It holds up quite well. well. Yeah. And obviously the big scene where he's, you know, he's, he's in the cab and he says that line is a really great pivotal scene, <laughs> but there's a, and the, the final scene where he, um, he's all beat up and he's, you know, walking off the docks. That's a really great money shot, but there's a really beautiful scene where he's just on the rooftop, uh, feeding his birds. And there's some dialogue going on where he's talking about the fight and everything. And, and that scene, always stuck out in my mind just this great little scene where he's feeding his birds and I always think about Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson had a you know pigeon collection and uh, when he was a kid there was a guy who killed one of his birds and Mike Tyson beat the shit out of him um and that was that led to a lot of the anger that Mike Tyson had and when they kind of found out that he could fight it was because somebody had killed one of his pigeons and I, I'm wondering if there's some sort of connection between boxers and carrier pigeons or something. That seems like a really odd hobby for fighters and birds. I don't know where that connection comes from, but <laughs> I always kind of thought it was interesting. I mean, they got. I think fighters need some like delicate have to have to take care of something that's that's fragile. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, and like soft and isn't so hard. You're gonna laugh at me, but when I think of boxing movies, you're gonna totally laugh. I think of Far and Away. I was gonna bring that up far away because there was a couple of fight scenes. There's fight scenes yeah. where Tom Tom Cruise's character so funny gets into that. gets into boxing and that's how he starts to make money in in the new in the new world. Right, and that's you know it speaks to to the plight of the boxers. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look back historically, you'll see a lot of you know Jewish people that were boxers, Italians, and, yeah, and you don't see so much of them anymore. And it's usually because they've moved up 
economically, like the yeah. stratification of their, their class system, they don't need to box for money anymore. They can now make money in other ways. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought that was kind of interesting, um, you know, especially far and away because these people were so poor. Yeah. They basically have to fight in order to put food on the table. Exactly. And then it became this whole, this whole like unification of, 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 um, of race. Like yeah. you had Italians supporting this Italian boxer. Right. You had, you had, uh, uh, what are the races already? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got Jews and Italians yeah, yeah. and Irish and, oh, there you go, and Irish. blacks. And, exactly. and I mean, boxing is one of the first, um, sports to really truly integrate <laughs> blacks and, and whites. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if you've ever seen the film Joe and Max, but it's about, um, when Joe Lewis goes over to fight, um, Max, what's his name over in, Nazi Germany, which true story, mm-hmm. and the kind of relationship that happened and how racially divided we were, but yet at the same time, we start to root for somebody from our host country, and exactly. you see a lot of white people who are starting to root for a black man at that point in the 1940s, all you know, pre Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and all of that. So I think that's kind of interesting how boxing and sport in general really starts to break down a lot of those barriers. I mean, you had Jesse Owens in the middle of. Uh, you know, the Olympics in 1936. Again, breaking down racial barriers because of sport. Exactly. 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 But yeah, I think of Far and Away. There's a good, there are a few scenes where he's, where he's boxing where he gets mad at Nicole Kidman's character. Mm -hmm. He just walks in, takes a drink and then like walks in punching somebody (laughs) and it's like, yeah, like do that. And just the way he hits, it's so funny. And he loses that fight. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. He goes, what do you think of my That's so funny you mentioned that because I was just thinking, I don't know if she's going to have seen Far and Away, but I'm so glad you've seen it. We've talked about that. I like that movie. It's a good movie. Anybody says, there's this amazing shot where where it's they're racing out to get their land. Uh, that's what I was, that's my money shot where they're going Mm -hmm. to get the land. It's so beautiful. You see like all these people and just, they're cracking the whip on their horses and heading out. That's what I remember most. aerial shot of like, Getting from where the horses are, slowly backing up, backing up, backing up. You see this mass, beautiful scene of horses and like land, and it's just so good. That's definitely my that's money definitely shot. The whole, the whole end where they're trying to stake their claim and everything else, mm-hmm. that, that's definitely the most memorable part of the whole movie. But yeah. the boxing scenes are pretty memorable as well. Yeah. As are the scenes from Gangs of New York. They have no, a, yeah. a few good fighting scenes in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen Girl Fight. Have you seen that? I've seen pieces of it. Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, I've seen pieces of it. I feel like you would like that movie. Yeah. I feel like you would live that movie. Live? Yeah, I feel like that's you. (laughs) I I definitely respect Michelle Rodriguez, so I I can definitely see her doing that. Million Dollar Baby. Mm -hmm. I never thought Hilary Swank as a a fighter until Mm -hmm. I saw a Million Dollar Baby, and her character in that movie is amazing, and... I think one of the money shots is when she like knocks out that chick mm. within like a few seconds of the first first round and kind of looks at her at her trainer like, "Yep." <laughs> I still think the money shot for that movie has got to be when she falls down on the stool and oh, busts her head open. I can't handle that. I can't fucking handle that. Yeah. To this moment, I'm to this day, I'm like. Ugh, to me, not only is it memorable, that. it's it changes the whole movie because you feel like she's gonna win, she's gonna win. It almost comes out of nowhere yeah. where you're going, "What the fuck?" Like I, you almost feel cheated, mm-hmm. but in a way, that's kind of the point: is that she was cheated out of you know, her future and everything else. Just can't handle that. Hmm. Okay, so cringe. all told, we didn't talk about Raging Bull nearly enough. No, um, you know how pivotal it was 
<laughs> Sorry, just <laughs> you're, you're my mic. punching the mic. It's not a speed bag. <laughs> um, so, out of all the films that we've discussed, which do you feel like is the most memorable? The most? What is the most boxing of boxing movies? That's hard. But I'm, you gotta pick. Ah, fuck. Honestly, you're gonna laugh, but I know like Rocky's a classic. Raging Bull is a classic. But from that, I think Southpaw just makes me so fucking sad. Yeah. Like, Southpaw, you you feel not just for him, but for his wife in that movie because she's trying to help him, but he has his manager that's kind of just, like, dicking him around. And then you, you feel for his daughter because mm-hmm. she, she's losing everything. So that movie is, I think it's a good movie. And I, hands down very much feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is under underappreciated as an actor because he shows levels in his movies. Yeah, and he does. You almost forget that he's done silly movies like Bubble Boy and, and gay movies. and gay. Silly movies and gay, <laughs> gay movies. movies. You know, it doesn't yeah. take much to and act in a gay movie. Like chick flicks <laughs> and, and like really serious movies. Like uh, what's that one that he just did? Everest? I, Everest was surprisingly good, mm-hmm. and I thought he was really good in it. Yeah, so you just kind of... He, he can definitely fall into those characters easily, and I think that's what Southpaw shows. Not just the fighting scenes and like the storyline, but just his acting ability is insane. There's a great movie that he did called uh, Enemy. Mm. Have you ever heard of Enemy before? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. He plays a guy who... Uh, we're getting off topic from boxing, but he plays a, a guy who is watching a movie... And in the middle of the movie, he sees someone, he sees an actor in the movie who looks just like him. And so he starts trying to figure out who the fuck is this guy? And so he starts figuring it out and he finds basically his doppelganger, this guy who looks just like him. And they kind of have a very weird relationship. They're like, you look just like me. And uh, it's a very odd, strange film. Do you think doppelgangers exist? I think there's people, I mean, I think... Everybody's got to look similar to somebody. That's fucking weird. Who's your doppelganger? I don't know. Who do people say you look like? Uh, famous people? Yeah, that'll we'll get started there. I mean, I, if, if you I, name I, your, your friend Josephine, we're going to go, no. who the fuck's Josephine? So name some famous people. No, okay. I've had, I've had one person tell me I look like, a, what's her name? Jennifer... Love Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. And I don't fucking see it. I'm I like, can see a little bit of that. Sh- you're shitting me. I don't even look like her. I, I don't, it's not a carbon copy. No, of course not. But I don't. I don't think I resemble her. I think she's she's really pretty. You're really pretty. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't think I resemble her. You look like the guy from Drop Dead Fred. I was just about to say that. And I think that's one of the first things I I might have told you when I first met you. Was yeah, like, Rick Mayhall. You remember like, He's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably take his place. I get Billy Corgan a lot. I don't know who that is. The lead singer from the Smashing Pumpkins. Still don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> I get Billy Corgan a lot. And then under the right conditions, if I... Um, <laughs> under the it, right lighting? It's, yeah, it's the right <laughs> lighting. It's usually like when I'm underlit, <clears throat> like if there's a light underneath me or something, people say I look like Christian Slater. And I'm, I'm always like, well, I don't think I look like Christian Slater at all. I think it's just the teeth. What? You but. can't tell somebody looks like somebody just because of the teeth. I, that's what I think people are meaning. But Sorry, my mic's like... 
you're having mic problems. Dying. Yeah, it's like. Fuck all right, you. <clears throat> all right. So, what was the most boxing movie of all? You said. I said Southpaw. Um, what would you say? I would say, you know, Rocky Four. <sighs> that's a doozy. I honestly, I felt like Warrior was one of the, the most boxing movies. I mm-hmm. really like that movie a lot. Um, but for me, I, I I like small independent films. I mean, so Raging Bull is, is great. What'd you say? You gotta say no, I'd actually say Girl Fight. Girl I think Fight? Girl Fight, I remember seeing it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember seeing it in the theater and just being blown away. I saw it by myself and I remember just being like, who the fuck is this Michelle Rodriguez? She's so talented. Yeah, I was jerking it. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't think any straight male has ever masturbated to, to Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> She's just so masculine. I love it. Um, notice that I said straight male because I do think that there's some homosexual men that might have masturbated Michelle Rodriguez because she's so masculine. Um, but yeah, for me, I guess there's something about like just her getting involved in the world of boxing and female boxing. And it was just enough spin on it. It was just independent enough that to me, that's really the kind of, the kind of film that I enjoy the most, I think. Mm -hmm. So that would be my money shot. What, what would be your favorite Rocky movie? The one that's easiest to watch. Well, okay. The Creed is the easiest to watch. Okay. But out of the first four or even five. Or even six because you have Balboa. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Rocky Four is definitely the easiest to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocky One is the better movie, but um, there's a lot of flaws in Rocky, in the mm-hmm. first Rocky. Uh, there's a lot of problems in it. It's slow. I mean, if you go back and watch it, it's just, it's, it's not really a slow, fast-paced yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, it's an, it's a love story. And I think people are waiting for that action and yeah. the action just doesn't come until the very end. So I think Rocky Ford moves, but there's, it, there's even slow parts in that movie where I'm like, man, this could be cut. A lot of it just needs to be cut down. Mm-hmm. What about you? I would say four. Rocky four. Rocky four or, or even Rocky three. Rocky three is good. We yeah. have to train to fight. Um, Cover Lang. Yeah. Yeah. I would say... Definitely Rocky Four because you just you just feel for losing Apollo. Mm. You're like, oh no, <gasps> and then he has to train back and he has to beat the ugly Russian. Mm. I, for me, the money shotting part three is when Mr. T or Club Lang is standing on those steps and calling him out. I, I'll never forget that shot. And I always like the way that he's talking trash and trying to call him out on it. That's so funny. I I don't I don't think I've ever told you, but when I saw Southpaw, I was crying. Oh, yeah? When when the chick died, when his wife dies? We saw it together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw Did you, you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. I was so emotional because all she wanted to do was go home. But no, guys are assholes. And you have to get conversational. All she wanted to do was go home. And she fucking dies. And I cried. I just felt like so sad. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, anything else you want to add? Go watch Bleed for this. There are definitely movies that that movie makes you go. Ooh, yeah, I yay. think so. It's a it's a great addition to the canon of of boxing movies. Yes. So yes. there's humor in it. There's moments where you're just like fuck, and then there's like kind of like a relief at the end. Yeah, and his performance is exceptional. It's I amazing. Think he does a really really nice job. So Miles Teller, kudos. 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 We're that type of podcast now? I, I think we've always been that type of podcast. You say kudos? 
You know what? Fuck off, Miles Teller. Okay. We're going to be the snobby hipsters who hate everything. Yeah, we hate you. We hate <laughs> you and Whiplash. I'm just kidding. I really liked Whiplash. Whiplash was great. It was awesome. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> keep watching films. Come check us out on moneyshotpodcast.net. Tell your friends. Email share us. Email us at Robert at, pod, at podcast. Sorry. He doesn't know his own email, but it's on there. It's on the website. <laughs> it's on the website. Robert at moneyshotpodcast.net or Rocio at moneyshotpodcast.net. Please do not send dick pics to me. Send them to Robert. Send them all to Rocio. She no. collects them. She wants them. No. She The hairier, the better. Disgusting. All right. And on that note, keep watching movies and we'll help you sort them out. This is Money Shot with Robert and Rocio. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.